I never seen two friends who are both 19. It's always one of them got to be 18. But wait, not anymore because we're both 19 now. Woo-woo. <laughs> Woo-hoo. We're both elderly. Positively <laughs> broken. <laughs> On the brink of falling over from exhaustion. Literally, we are senile. Yes, that explains a lot. Um, life update. Brandy, what's the life update? Um... Well, let me think. <laughs> um, I don't know. Nothing like exciting has happened. Um, well, actually, okay. So I guess I think I've mentioned this in like a previous episode that like for my internship that I was doing, they gave me like this little job where basically like, cause it's a film festival, but I don't think they accept like short films. They only do like scripts. So they were like, oh, we'll pay you if you like read and rate these scripts for like our festival. And I was like, okay. And then they gave me like another, like initially I just read like about 20. Um, but then the other day they were like, oh, we have some more. So I read like an extra seven. So that was actually pretty fun. Cause it's like really, like all of them were like good. Like they were all varying degrees of good, but like they were all like very like, interesting scripts and I was like wow I I feel intimidated by all these people who have all these extravagant ideas so I had like a little crisis but that's over now <laughs> oh my. but yeah I feel like that's that's all um nothing else well I was telling Elisa before we started recording that um I was like sewing something and my blue fabric uh, stained like everything. So now my sewing machine has like splotches of blue all over it. So that's fun. Unrelated, but Brandy's favorite color is blue. So who knows? Maybe this is on purpose. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting take. I'm just smart like that. I just use my context clues. <laughs> context clues. So what's been going on with you, Miss Elisa? Well, uh, a little a little thing happened the other day. Um, you know, 19 fabulous years ago, my mother and father welcomed <laughs> the only child that they have, totally the only <laughs> child that they have into their lives. And that child was me. I mean, other other stuff happened too, like, trying to think of what else has happened since our last episode um I went crazy at the store and bought like I mean everything I bought was useful for school just different degrees of useful oh wait we love shopping I just decided that because Brandy can't see me because something's weird and I'm like frozen on her end I'm going to use my big vocabulary to describe my new bag for school. Yay! <laughs> I actually have a really interesting, totally not boring story to go along with why I bought it. Um, so I was at, um, was it Marshalls or TJ Maxx? One of those stores. I was at one of those stores with my sisters. 
because I was like, I'm going to hunt down a backpack. I go there and the selection is like, or like at that location was pretty depressing. But like that honestly help, helps me like in situations like narrow what down what I want to buy. So I had like two options. I had this like black one. It was sort of like, it was sort of giving off like freshman guy in high school vibes. Like a guy like who would buy like a Supreme t-shirt, but like not a real one because he couldn't afford it. But like a, like a really shitty like fake one, <laughs> like those vibes. And I was like really into it. It was like solid black and it had like the, the tops that like fold down and you like, um, um what are they called those closings where you never mind I will not be describing it <laughs> I can't think of what the um the closing um <coughs> oh my god I'm dying <laughs> okay okay <laughs> this backpack is like causing me stress <laughs> it really is I I can't think of what they're called you know those plastic things that some people like have as belts but it's like what like you press the side and you push it into the other side and then you release it. Oh, Those things. yeah. What are they called? Like the seatbelt? No, look like similar to like a seatbelt kind of. Yeah. Those things. But okay, long story short, that was my first option. My second option is like technically like a bag for yoga, which I didn't know they made. It was in like their like bag section. And it's like a black tote bag, but more fancy. Like it has a crossover strap as well as two like tote bag straps. So it's not really a backpack, but I could also like not have it just on one shoulder if that makes sense. And then inside it has some pockets. And then on the outside it has a small pocket. In the place where if I had a yoga mat, I could put my yoga mat, but I don't. So I'm going to pretend that that part's not there. I'm showing it, but Brandy can't see it. <laughs> I Maybe feel I... just like our hmm? listeners. <laughs> this is like a, what, what's the word? Like a meta experience? I don't know, but it's yeah. an experience. Okay. Um... Let's talk about our outfits now. <laughs> okay. Go on, Brandy. Go Who on. goes first? Okay. <laughs> go on, go, go um, on. <laughs> I am wearing a velvet underground t-shirt that happens to have random stains all over it. I think I dropped like red salsa on it once and coffee. And it's like a white shirt for context. Um but it still looks like cool. It just looks like vintage now, like, you know, now that it's all like stained and like old and worn out. Um, but yeah, that's cool. And then I'm wearing just like a light, a light blue, a light wash blue. No, I don't know how to say, how do you say it? It's just like a light, like I'm wearing shorts denim shorts and it's like a light wash of denim like a very very light wash of denim and that's all exciting very exciting indeed I, I wore not an outfit today I wore jeans and I wore a sweatshirt it was my yearbook sweatshirt 
That's I all. think that that's a wonderful outfit. It's very, so. it's very model off duty. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Lynchian. <laughs> it's so Lynchian. <laughs> it's like, it's like um the Lynchian version of like Bella Hadid uh wearing <laughs> um a hoodie and 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 jeans. I think at this point you're just saying words. <laughs> I am saying words, but they make sense, kind of. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think. What? What now? Oh my god, we're gonna be at school in like less than wait. No, for me it's about two weeks, ish, possibly. Yeah, like for me it's I think a week and a half ish um that's crazy I'm like I feel like it still hasn't like settled in my mind that I'm gonna be like moving out and stuff um and like going to school in person I feel like the moving out part isn't like that much of a big deal for me just because like I live near LA and then also like I'm like okay with like not living at home but mostly just the part about like going to school in person is so scary because it's like ew like I'm gonna be perceived by everyone and then it's like it sucks because like whenever someone says something like stupid in class and like really pretentious like I can't just roll my eyes like I have to like I have to like hold my expression no so, you totally could roll your eyes no I don't want to do that I don't want to be mean like I was literally thinking about how like uh, there's probably so many people like I'm not even like targeting anyone like just in general there's probably like so many people that are just like really annoying to deal with in person and then like I can't like I feel like doing it online is just much easier because I feel like there's less interaction and there's like no like actual face-to-face interaction technically but then like in person it's just like not the same like Um, yeah I see what you mean yeah and then also I just like don't like being perceived so that's like really scary like ew everyone's gonna see me like in person that's so gross like (laughs) yeah I can't wait for that I've I've been longing for that very moment to see you in person finally I don't want to be seen (laughs) oh well okay that sounds like a you problem it's not very accommodating for the rest of us. Like, can't the world accommodate to me? <laughs> How do you feel like going? You're gonna be going across the country. Well, I, I there have been times in my life where I've felt a lot better than I do now. I like, like on one hand, I want to like see you, you guys, and like I know it'll be like fine once I'm there. But, like, right now, I'm just thinking about how nice it is in my house. Like, it's so nice here. Like, my whole family's here. All my, like, Ohio friends are here. And, like, I don't know. They have this silly habit of all starting to transfer to the same college where, like, most of them already go there. So it's, like, uh, what, what am I doing? Yeah, I think... I'm sure you'll be fine though. You'll be like thriving here. And then like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think we'll both be like fine. 
but it's just like weird I guess especially since like I feel like definitely like my senior year of high school I sort of was like very prepared I mean like first of all because I, I I stupidly thought I was gonna get into NYU so like I'm prepared to go to New York and like you know do my thing and then like I got rejected from NYU so I was like okay well that's not happening and I got into USC and I was like okay like I can go to LA like I've been to LA a thousand times like whatever but then and I was like mentally prepared to just like move and like not be home anymore but then like the pandemic kept going so I was like oh no and then it's sort of like that preparation just like disappeared from my brain and then like now I haven't mentally prepared myself because like in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's like actually not gonna happen. Like I'll probably get there and then we'll get sent home like after like a week or something like that. But I don't know what I'm gonna do once I'm like there and then like we don't get sent home and then I'm like actually there for like a whole year. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I think about that a lot, mostly just because like, there have been so many moments in my life where I thought that I was going to move out, but then I didn't. That, like, it hasn't actually, like, sank in that, like, I might actually have to do it for real this time. Because mm-hmm. I've, like, I've just been, like, I guess, like, quote-unquote, bailed out by COVID so many times. Then I'm just, like, I'm not actually going to move. Like, I'm going to, like, my foot's going to be, like, about to touch the plane. And I'm going to get an email saying, surprise, guys, everything's online again. And I'll just, like, turn around and, like, go home. But that, that might not happen despite yeah. I guess we we can segue into our next topic which is how we're feeling about the delta variant and the new restrictions that USC sent out about how students must behave on campus I don't trust the USC students like I don't know I think like I mean like you you texted me saying how like there are people complaining in the comments and I went to go look at the comments of like the Instagram post and like yeah there were so many people that were like so annoyed at like having to get tested and stuff and it's like I don't know like assuming that USC offers a testing for free which like I hope so um or there's like a way to get the testing for free like I don't see like a problem with like getting tested every week like why are you mad about getting tested like like what what reason is there to be mad at that like they're just trying to keep you and like everyone else around you like safe and like healthy um and then like yeah I don't know and I'm pretty I I don't know I feel like I just I like trust me I trust like my roommates to be careful but I don't trust like the rest of like the student body like (laughs) like I feel like somebody's just gonna get like the, the variant and they're gonna spread it to like everyone and then it's just going to turn into, like, chaos. Yeah, like, honestly, like, just from the way that some people have been reacting, it's just, like, annoying. Because it's, like, we're really, like, because most people are vaccinated. We're really, like, trying to, like, put in all these precautions so that the dummies who, like, refuse to get vaccinated, like, if they have no medical reason, they're just, like, I don't need the vaccine. Uh, COVID isn't real. Like, all these, like, like, we're doing it for them. And that's just what makes me so mad is like I just want, don't feel like protecting people who like don't think they need to be protected like they can get sick I don't care sorry I don't care yeah no yeah I think it's like 
I wonder, I mean, like, I, because, like, I know for, like, USC, I know that living on campus, I think we need, like, the vaccine required, um, but do you need the vaccine if you're, like, not living on campus? Because I definitely feel like, I don't know, probably a lot of, like, the rich, like, white people probably didn't get vaccinated. Um, I haven't checked to see on where you need to and not, where you, where you, where you need to be vaccinated where you don't need to be vaccinated um I feel like I don't know all I know know is that like you have to get like well like everyone has to get tested I think mm-hmm. weekly is it I yeah and, I think it's weekly yeah but I think unvaccinated people have to be tested twice a week but I'm not sure I didn't read the email too carefully I'll be honest same um but yeah I don't know because I feel like I don't know I just feel like unvaccinated people or people that just don't aren't like don't want to try to be careful are gonna like ruin it for everyone else I'm like I feel like my biggest concern mostly is just like I don't want to like get there and like settle in and then be like sent back home and then like what if they don't even give us a refund for housing like I'm gonna be so mad If we don't get a housing refund, I will simply drop out of school and protest. I think that's a good idea. Um, but yeah, I just, ugh, I don't know. I just hope everything will be like, okay. Um, yeah, I guess that's all we can do is stay optimistic and like <laughs> yeah. hope that people don't act like dummies. I like how optimistic you are because I'm not an optimist. I am very prepared to go home. Like, if you see me taking nothing out of my suitcase for, like, the first month, you know why. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I mean, that makes sense because it's, like, you have to, like, literally take, like, a plane back home. But I feel like I, like, even though the moving out process would still suck, I feel like it's just easier for me because my parents can just, like, drive and help me and then you go back home so it's not like too big a video for me well brandy if you would like to have the roommate experience (laughs) inside your house i would gladly move into your home with you it would save me a plane ride i'm sure my parents would welcome you with open arms i think even if they welcomed me with closed arms and very worried faces i would i would still be really happy (laughs) <laughs> I don't know I, I just feel like your parents are such good people and if I lived in your house like I would just annoy them so much I don't think so I feel like my parents would like you like I feel like my parents like all of my friends and I have like friends of like varying um what's the word I don't know varying personalities um I used to, oh my God, <laughs> I just remember this like one time I had this friend, um, we're not really friends anymore, but it was like fresh, like we were, we were like really close friends, like eighth grade and like freshman year of high school. And um, her, we were, fr- her, me, and then like my other friend who I'm still friends with, we were all like friends with each other. And so this you know, this friend who I'm no longer friends with, um, 
she was like she had a boyfriend and they were like you know she was like sexually active and whatnot and she like told us and I was like okay um and then my other friend who I'm still friends with she told her mom because like her and her mom were like really close so she just like told her mom like pretty much everything um so she told her mom and then her mom told my mom (laughs) and then so like one day my mom was like we were in the car and then my mom was like is it true that your friend has like sex and I was like I don't know and then she was like oh but you know like so like your friend your friend's mom told me and I was like oh I don't know like she doesn't talk to me about that (laughs) and then she was like she's like I she's like I don't want her telling you like about her like sexual activity and I was like well okay she doesn't so (laughs) and I just like it's like so awkward and I was like for a second I thought she didn't tell me like stop being friends with her but she was just like okay and she's like just be careful and I was like okay and then just like and then that was like the end of it and then like I feel like I think like on that like I I thought my mom was like pretty chill for that because like she also knew that my friend like she did many other things that I don't think my mom would have approved of if I did them but she never like told me like oh you can't be friends with this person because of like this and that so I thought that was pretty chill oh yes your mother and my mother are slightly dissimilar in that regard (laughs) I don't know Actually, my, my, the thing is, like, all my friends are, like, pretty tame people. Like, I don't know what it is about me that just attracts, like, friends who are, like, very tame people, I think. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know. Like, I guess my, like, my mom can't even imagine that, like, people my age, like, do things <laughs> that are, like, not, like, I don't know. I guess, like, tame is, like, the only word I can think of to, to describe it. Like, not bashing anyone for their life choices. Like, I just, the ones that my circle tends to make are on the tamer side. I, I don't know. That. So, like, <laughs> so, like, I think because of that, sometimes my mom's, like, more judgy than she, like, intends to be. Because sometimes, like, she'll just be, like, gas, the drugs and alcohol. And I'll be, like, yes, mother. <laughs> um... I yeah my mom is definitely she's like very like she is like not I guess like against like like drugs and alcohol well not like alcohol but like she's against like drug and alcoholic abuse like and she's like I'm pretty sure she's still like of the mindset that like weed is bad for you even though I feel like she's like warming up to the idea of like people smoking weed she just doesn't like the smell of it which is understandable but yeah, because I feel like she like randomly like, um, like I remember one time she she was like telling us about how like she was about to like leave from work and she was just like in her car and she's like on her phone, um, and then this like random like guy like walked up to her door, and like I can understand why she was kind of judgy because like I would be scared too like some random guy just like walked up to my car door, um, but he was like, can I get it? Can me and my friend get a ride? to like this place and then my mom was like no she's like my car doesn't work I'm gonna call my husband like sorry and he was like okay and then he like left um 
And then my mom was just like, oh, he, he was probably on drugs and like, and like this and that. And she's like, he was foaming at the mouth. And I was like, mom, like, like I, I feel like her description of him was not accurate. Like, I really doubt that this man was foaming at the mouth. Um, and I don't know if he was on drugs or not, but, um, I just, I was like, she was just like, so like, like extreme in her description of him um but yeah but like generally I feel like she even though she is like judgy um I try to like tell her like to not be as judgy like to people who like you know use drugs or like drink alcohol like excessively and I feel like sometimes she understands but yeah she's still a little judgy you know what I feel like our moms would get along if they ever met um can we talk wait you've seen Westworld right I've seen the first season only oh wait but like have you seen the movie oh the movie I have not seen the movie is it good (laughs) it is good I don't know why I'm so shocked that like this movie that's been out for like a really long time that is very well liked is like good I was just like whoa like this small indie film that no one's ever heard of like this big movie from the 70s that most people have seen is this popular I just I feel that I feel the same way about it as when I quote-unquote discovered the Stepford Wives like I wrote about it for my Route 150 class like oh what is the step what is the Stepford Wives wait actually actually Oh, it's like it's like similar. It's like another movie where like, about like robots being really realistic. It's like these okay. guys are just like, and these guys in the suburbs are all like, our wives are starting to have a little thing called feminism. We can't have that, so they start killing them and making like robot versions. And this like one lady is like, what what the fuck happened to my friend? Like, why is she now like a robot? So she's like tries to like find out what's going on but then like the guys find out that she knows I don't want to give away the ending though because you haven't seen it wow you are much more indie than I thought little sci-fi sci-fi hidden gems wow (laughs) literally crazy (laughs) my talent is just finding movies that most people have seen and are like very popular and being like this little thing that I just discovered I feel like I that's like me but I love um like on Letterboxd whenever I go in to like log a movie I love it when like nobody else like nobody else that I follow or that I'm mutuals with has like seen it because it like shows when like you know how like shows when they've seen it or whatever um I love it like when I'm the only one that's seen it I'm like wow I'm I'm so indie (laughs) I'm like so I'm like wow I'm such a cinephile like I know I see things that other people don't like wow so deep Miss quirky like that you know (laughs) literally it like I don't know it gives me a rush I'm like Robert Robert Eagers or the guy that's like a film (laughs) critic not the one that directed the lighthouse because I used to think they were the same person wait not in a dumb way, but, like, is The Lighthouse, like, worth a watch? Like, is it literally about 
dudes in a lighthouse. I, I've never, I don't know anything about it. I, I did not like the lighthouse. Like, I don't know, it was just, like, boring to me. And, like, I get that it was, like, supposed to be deep or whatever. But it was just, like, really boring. Like, I don't know. I feel like people hyped it up too much. And then my expectations were, like, not exceeded. Um, But it's literally just about, like, these two guys in, like, a lighthouse. And I'm, like, they're sort of, like, I don't know. They're, like, a little crazy. They're, like, a little goofy. Mm -hmm. Um, Things happen. It gets kind of weird. I feel like I just, for me, I think it was just, like, too long. And I was, like, too aware of the length of the movie. And that's what kind of made me, like, not like it as much. Um, and then, like, I don't know. I think I, like, tweeted about it once. And then this, like, random guy that, like, went to high school with me, he, like, mansplained me in my DMs. And he was, like, actually, like, the lighthouse was, like, written about, like, this and that. And I was, like, cool story, bro. But I still don't like the movie. <laughs> so what now? Like, what are we going to do now? <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I just feel like movies can have meaning and also be entertaining. Like the other movie that I just watched that um it's like a little indie film. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called 13 Going on 30. Wow, that's so unknown. Cult classic. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I just, we have to do an episode on it. I just, I don't know why I hadn't seen it before. I was just like, wow, this is so good. How come, like, no one talks about it? Everyone's, everyone talks about it. <laughs> I think it's, wait, how did you hear about it? Because I think it's kind of interesting how that, like, kind of coincides with, like, um, I've been seeing the dress, or I don't think it's the same exact dress, but it's, like, very similar to the one that um Jennifer garner wears in the movie um like that like she wears this i think it's like some this like versace dress that's like really cute but also like kind of childlike um i've been seeing it like all over like tiktok and like um i saw that like i think aliexpress like already made like their own little version of the dress um and like they're selling it but yeah i feel like that dress has like gone viral and then now you've seen 13 going on 30 like there's a connection there yeah I really because I really a lot of people seem to hate like the new version of like I guess like the cheap knockoff version of the dress but I thought it was cute but I was like I can't like buy it and wear it if I've never seen the movie so I watched the movie so that I could wear the dress but okay, like me <laughs> it's so embarrassing Actually, no, it's not embarrassing. I am too old to be embarrassed about my actions. I I'm think, proud of everything I do. I think that that was not embarrassing. Um, and I would do the same thing, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very cute dress. I like it. We should get... I, I, I was about to say matching versions of that dress. But then I realized how stupid that sounded. We should both buy that dress, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> we should. We'll both be um, 19 going on 49. Oh, I was about to say 19 going on 90, because that's how I feel sometimes. Um, I feel like, I don't, I, oh, I just um, finished watching um, Never Have I Ever, the second season. Um, 
what a show what a show um the show has like such weird dialogue sometimes um because they talk like basically they talk like like old old like old people writing what they think teenagers sound like um which makes the show like just like very like weird in that way but also it's really I like really enjoy that show like I don't know just the relationship like the mother-daughter relationship I feel like between the main character and her mom like is just so representative of like the like the first generation like immigrant experience like I don't know it's very relatable yeah I agree I actually have not finished the first season I need to I will soon hopefully you should I will um Um, oh wait have wait have you seen the original Gossip Girl I have not. I've been watching the new Gossip Girl and I just have so many thoughts. Like, it's, I feel bad saying it's bad, but it's like really bad. Like, no, it's, like, you can say that. Most people agree with you, Brandy. You're not yeah, special for thinking but it's just that. Like, <laughs> like, the original Gossip Girl was like bad, but. It was still, like, really entertaining just because, like, I think the thing that made it, like, really good was the fact that, like, everyone was just, like, such an, like, a horrible person. And they all just, like, kept, like, this drama. Like, it was always, like, like, filled with drama, which I think is what made the show, like, sort of, like, a guilty pleasure for, like, a lot of people. Um, But, like, the new Gossip Girl, it's just written, like, so weirdly. Like, Like, the characters are, like, really annoying like and then like the relationship like the dynamic between the characters like the dynamics between the characters and their relationships with each other are just like really like weird and like kind of forced like I don't know it's very bad but I think you should watch it so we can discuss it (laughs) okay I think I think I will watch I guess both the original and the new one yes I I'm like halfway through the first episode of the um original. I just haven't gotten a chance to like finish it yet. Um, I think the thing about the original Gossip Girl that I always loved was that it has it has such an amazing soundtrack. Like all of their like all the songs that they use are so good, and like for no reason, like there's no reason it should be that good. I should probably I want to rewatch the original Gossip Girl just because like I watched this video essay on it. And it was, like, this person basically, like, dissecting, like, where it went wrong. Because it said that the first season was, like, really solid. But then after that, it sort of fell off. Um, Which, like, looking back on it, I can sort of, like, I see their points. But I also, like, want to rewatch it so I can, like, make up my own decisions. Like, my own opinions about it. Um, But it's, it's a fun show to watch. I'm trying to think of what else I've been watching lately. Um, oh wait, have you watched, have you watched Generation, the one on HBO? I I think I started the first episode, but I never, like, made it very far. I think, I just, like, started and forgot, like, not because it was bad or anything. I I thought it was entertaining. It's really, I think you should finish watching that one, too. It's actually, 
I was like thinking about it in like comparison to shows like Euphoria um, and like Riverdale and like all those other teen shows. And I just, I feel like it's definitely like the most realistic version of like, or like the most like realistic like depiction of like the teenager experience. Because even though like all of the teenagers are like sort of like they all have experiences that I personally haven't gone through, but I'm like, like I feel like it's stuff that I'm like that definitely like can happen and probably does happen. And they're like so awkward too. Like, like I don't know, they're they're so weird. And I'm just like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like I've seen that happen. Very fun show. I feel like I've watched more than that recently. Have I really only watched like three things recently? Maybe you've just been a busy person. I don't think that's it. My life (laughs) is mostly a whole lot of nothing. Hmm. What have I been watching? Oh, I mean, I watched like the Teen Titans movie. (laughs) (laughs) I never watched Teen Titans growing up. I feel like I missed out on something because like, I feel like everyone watched Teen Titans except me. I mean, I won't lie. I did enjoy it very much, but I also watched it as, like, an 18-year-old. So I'm just (laughs) saying, like, you could. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Um, A show came to mind, and it just, like, went away, and I don't know. (laughs) I was, like, about to talk about it. Um, oh, I would love to rewatch Flapjack um, as, like, an adult. What is that? Was that what the show was called? Was it just, like, Flapjack or was it, like, uh, The Adventures of Flapjack? I have no idea. I never watched it. But do you know which one I'm talking about? Possibly. It had, like, a very, like, strange anime. Like, that show was, like, really weird. Like, I remember it genuinely, like, certain scenes like scared me as like a kid because it would just like I don't even like there's like no way to describe it I feel like the the most like similar description I could use was like on Spongebob because like Spongebob had that like two episodes Spongebob that scared me was like the time travel episode where um was it Squidward I think it was Squidward that like time traveled or maybe it could have no I think it was Spongebob um yeah Spongebob time traveled I think and and then he was like like I don't know like when he like got he got to like a point where it was like all like deserted and like bikini bottom was just like not the same and that like really scared me for some reason and then like also the episode with like the gorilla like that was like like really scary and I feel like that's like like very similar to like flapjack it just had like these very like weird um sort of like the animation was like really strange to begin with but sometimes it would just like show certain like scenes or like just like really like weird close-ups of like scary looking characters and I would just be like genuinely terrified um but I would love to like rewatch it now um I I hope I won't get scared by it again (laughs) but who knows (laughs) who knows I'm so sure I oh wait we should talk about this like in a separate episode, but I can't remember what it's called now. It's the one with um Paul Rudd and um Amy Poehler. 
it's like the really exaggerated rom-com but it's like not a rom-com it's like from like five or six years ago let me look up the name of it i don't yeah i don't know what amy polar i get amy polar and amy schumer confused that's funny i guess they are both blonde white women (laughs) oh it's called they came together it's from 2014 i've never heard about that movie it's so funny like i guess you have to be in like a specific well you have to have a specific sense of humor because it's basically this like exaggerated like rom-com parody where Mm -hmm. like the like this couple is like telling the story to this other couple of like how they met and it's Mm -hmm. like the most over-the-top like stupid story it's like (laughs) it's so funny but like you have to have like a child's sense of humor to enjoy it or like you can't be expecting it to be like deep or anything like it's just funny (laughs) um i love that i will i will check it out um i like i don't watch too many rom-coms but i actually like really love rom-coms like they're just like I really enjoy like a good like a movie that I can just like watch and it like numb it's like very like brain numbing where it's like I don't have to like think about it too much like I can just like watch this and it's over like in 90 minutes like I appreciate those types of movies yeah me too because I think I don't know something about when movies have to like make you think it's like good in during a certain time but like something about I don't know what it is but like it's hard for me to like purposely watch these movies like during intro to cinema or like other classes where you had to like watch stuff like I was forced to watch stuff that was like out of my comfort zone which Mm -hmm. is why I need to like go back to school so badly so that I'm not just like watching like children's cartoons for the rest (laughs) of my life I really, I do really enjoy watching, like, quote-unquote, like, deep movies or whatever. Um, but, like, yeah, I feel like sometimes I, like, you just, it, you have to be, like, in a very, like, specific mindset to, like, watch them. Because it's, like, I feel like the same way about, like, whenever I have to watch something with subtitles, which, like, I I do not mind subtitles. I love subtitles. But also, I have to, like, just think about like okay if I'm gonna watch this movie with subtitles like I have to give it like my full attention or else I will like if I miss one thing I might like not understand so I really do have to like prepare myself and it's like the same with just like quote-unquote like deep movies where it's like I have to like actually pay attention to this like I can't just like you know be like doing something like and have it on in the background and like I don't know it's it is especially since those types of movies are always like over they're always over 90 minutes they're always like at least like two hours long and it's like like I have to put like dedicate like so much time to like watching this movie okay I'm glad I'm not the only one with like the subtitle thing because I feel like I'm such a bad person because I think and I'm like English speaking stuff like dominates the media industry like other people are just used to like horrible like dubs or like subtitles but like because I like to do other stuff when I'm because I'm I'm a bad person and I can't just sit down and watch something like I have to be doing something else 
then I'm like, how can I focus on these seven other things if I have to read the subtitles? <laughs> right now that you mentioned dubs, it just like reminds me of when I was like going through like my Italian, Italian film phase. And like, I don't know why, I feel like we talked about this in like intro to cinema, but like Italian movies are just like so like, like they're just like dubbed like very oddly. Um, and I don't know, like, I still don't really understand why I, I forgot I feel like they explained it in class but like because I don't even understand like exactly what was the like the reasoning like I think they would like record the movie and then they would like dub over it in like English but I just never understood if the original film like was actually in English or if it was like in Italian um, but either way, I just always thought it was, like, really funny whenever I'd watch, like, these Italian movies. And then, like, it was, like, so clearly dubbed. And I'm, like, like, this is art. Like, <laughs> this is so artsy. <laughs> I love it so much. I don't know. It's so Go Lynchian. <laughs> it's so Lynchian. Lynchian. This film from before David Lynch's time is so Lynchian. <laughs> that in itself is such a Lynchian concept. <laughs> Lynchian. Um, should we answer my two questions before? I just don't <laughs> want to forget about them. Can't, yes. can't leave our two loyal question askers waiting. Q&A time. Yes. Very quick QA time. Um, first question Are you submissive and breedable? Uh, <laughs> um, I, I will I will leave that as a question mark. Question mark. <laughs> Question it two. <laughs> it really does. That's a difficult <laughs> thing to ask me right now. Um, <laughs> will you miss your siblings when you casually move across the country? Thinking emoji, thinking emoji. This was totally not asked by my sister. Well, hmm. Will miss is a strong word. Miss is a very strong word. Will I think about my siblings constantly? Yes. Will they always be on my mind? Yes. Will I worry about their safety? Yes. Will I text or call them? No. Is that a good answer? I think I would respond the same way if somebody asked me about my siblings. Yes, your sibling. <laughs> oh my gosh, brother. no. That, my brother allegedly is taking the day off to go with my parents to take me to school, which means that my brother will be there, but you will not see him. Okay, this is getting out of hand. Like, I don't know how long you can keep this up. <laughs> like, I. <laughs> I think as a special birthday treat, you should possibly send me a photo of your brother. 
I have, I think I have like a baby picture of him like stored somewhere in my room. Okay. Because I, I accidentally broke the frame and I didn't know what to do. So I threw the frame away and just like put the picture in my room so my mom wouldn't notice. <laughs> you can't show me a baby photo of him. All babies look the same. Like it could just be a baby photo of you. It's like, no, it's like a tot, like a toddler picture, I guess is a better descriptor um no literally like I don't know if I'm like the only person just because like my siblings and I are just like not I don't know maybe it's just because we have like such a big age gap but like I don't have pictures of them and they don't have pictures of me either like in general my family like doesn't take pictures of each other like literally my brother and I were talking about it the other day like you know like when people get murdered and then they have that little like they like show like home videos and like baby pictures or like current pictures of like the person that died like yeah. if if somebody from like my family died like there would be none of that like maybe there'll be there'll be like a baby picture too but like we have no home videos we have like no current pictures of us no like growing up pictures like <laughs> it's either the baby photos or nothing <laughs> Oh, how disappointing. I, even if I killed you, I wouldn't get an answer to my question. <laughs> Darn. Not that I would ever harm you in any way, but I don't know. A little disappointing. Wow. <laughs> you totally don't sound suspicious at all. <laughs> Plotting my murder as we speak. Well, I was, but not anymore, since I'd still get a baby photo as my answer. <laughs> baby photos. Baby Lovely. Photos. Um, can we talk about school etiquette for a second? Because I was thinking about it. Like, all these people I follow on Instagram, but I have no clue who they actually are. Like, what happens if I see one? Do I wave at them? I don't know them. I don't I think don't... so. <laughs> okay. Like, unless you interact with them a lot. But, like, because, like, I have people that I follow or that, like, I'm mutuals with. Not necessarily from school, but just, like, from life. I don't know. Um, And it's, like, oh, if I saw them, I would probably, like, wave at them. But... If it's, like, just a person who, like, I follow and they follow me, but we don't actually, like, talk to each other, I think it's, I think I would just ignore them if I saw them. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Unless they wave at you, then you should definitely wave back. Or, like, what if I see people who are, like, in my classes but I didn't talk to, like, what if I see anybody from my Route 150? Like, no one. Wait, no I never thought about that. <laughs> like, what's the etiquette for that? Like, I don't know these things. I think, like, because, like, I'm usually just like the type of person where it's like, oh, if I see someone that I know from like school, like, I wait them for them to say hi to me. Like, literally at the local, like, grocery store, everyone from high school works there. And, like, even then, like, every time I go, like, I just wait for them to wave at me first because it's, like, I'm not going to say hi first because, like, I'm embarrassed. Like, what if they don't say hi back? Um, 
so I say just wait for someone to wave at you first and then go with whatever happens. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I can't even rely on that because I always think people aren't waving at me. Like, even if I literally know them and they're my best friend and they're, like, making direct eye contact, I'm just like, are, are you sure they're waving at me? Like, and then, so I don't react. And then I'm like, what if they think I'm rude because I didn't react? But it's just me being stupid and thinking, what if they're waving at the person behind me? I don't know. Um, You can do what I did this one time where... I, okay, so basically one time I saw someone that like I knew and I'd spoken with them, but I didn't consider them a friend and I don't think they considered me a friend. And I saw them at school and like I saw them and they saw me and I think they were about to like wave or like say something to me, but I just took out my phone and like looked down at it as I was walking and I waited for them to like go past me until like I put my phone away. So I was like, okay, I just like avoided this like potential like conversation or like non-conversation. So you can just do that. <laughs> oh, interesting. I'll make sure to use that tactic if you ever try to talk to me and we're not in our room. <laughs> <laughs> outside of our room we don't know each other we are complete strangers we will walk into like a screenwriting class and think who is this woman I've never seen her before wait are we even in any classes together I forget we have uh like the exploring culture or ethnicity I don't remember what the class name is but it's one of those two um and then we have like that other class like the one that like it was like it got like full like really quick and then some people didn't get in but then they do get in at the end okay interesting and then i don't know what else but we do have some classes together okay good the perfect chance for me to pretend I don't know you. <laughs> Delightful. Oh wait, but what if I look mean? Oh, my worst fear. What if my reputation is tarnished? <laughs> I feel like um, I'm starting. <laughs> I'm starting to show my true colors here, aren't I? when we get to campus I'm gonna realize that you're like a completely different person yeah a whole like other a whole other personality that you were just hiding from us instead of being a kind caring person you'll discover that I actually only care about my reputation and how <laughs> I am perceived I'm actually evil and oh, if gosh. you want to have said I hope you have nice baby photos Wow, my life is going to be such a movie. <laughs> yes, I might even write it. I'll, it'll this... be like the Brandy Hernandez story. Does she really have a brother? <laughs> the search for my brother. Wait, what is your brother's name? I've been referring to him as your brother. Does he have a name? <laughs> Yes, but I won't reveal it on the podcast because I would 
I feel like I definitely feel like because I would do this where it's like if somebody mentions like a sibling I would definitely like try to like look them up and search everything about them so I'll tell you like off camera okay <laughs> okay you can tell me when we're done recording I will yeah. patiently await that moment um but yes there is a name good I'm glad you don't just refer to him as your brother, just, like, as his name. I just, like, no, because, like, I remember one time for a class, like, for one of my classes, we had it, like, everyone had to do, like, a, like, a, like, a life story where we had to, like, talk about our lives, and, like, I was talking about my, like, my brothers, and, like, my oldest brother, who's, like, my half-brother, like, he grew up in Mexico with his mom, and so, like, he, he's, like, born and raised there. So he had, like, a more traditional, like, Mexican name. And then, like, me and, like, my brother and I, like, my mom named me after, like, the singer, I assume. Um, and then, like, my, like, she's never really, like, told me, like, yeah, like, I just kind of assume. Um, and, like, my brother like she didn't even name my brother like literally somebody at work was like you should name your son this and my mom was like wow that's such a good idea so like we don't have like like traditional like Mexican names like we just have like average like American names um and so like in class when I was like talking about my siblings I was like oh like you know this is my name this is my brother's name this is my other brother's name and everyone thought that it was, like, really funny that, like, you know, me and my brother have, like, quote-unquote, like, white names, and then, like, <laughs> like, and then, like, my oldest brother has, like, this, like, very, like, Mexican name, and I was, like, guys, like, I don't have control over that. <laughs> That's funny. That's very funny. <laughs> I think. What does that remind me of? It sort of reminds me of how, like, I guess, like, not even my siblings, but, like, I actually, no, I don't know if I should, like, reveal their names. No, I will not. But, like, some of my cousins just have, like, the most, like, bland, like, white names. <laughs> <laughs> and then my mother, on the other hand, gave us, like, weird names or I guess in my opinion they're a little bit strange a little bit unconventional so I think that is interesting what what parents try to do sometimes I think someday I will give my kids random names just because I think it's funny which is probably why I shouldn't have children like honestly I don't know how qualified I, I am I love the name like Bentley for a child like it's yeah. such a funny name and like the like literally just hearing the name Bentley already makes me like prejudiced towards that person and I think that's just so funny straight <laughs> up like, naming your child for a call um oh there's this one oh there are actually these like siblings at my school they're like names I mean their names and like weren't like unique or anything but um like the thing that was like cool about their names was that like their names were like each other's names like 
like backwards so it's like like you know like the guy like if you said his name like back like the what's it called like backwards it was like the girl's name um what is that called like a palindrome yeah or is it a palindrome it's like that but it's like they didn't have the same name it was like a different name but it was like oh like his name backwards it's like her name so I I thought that was really cool and like it was like planned and everything so I was like wow like such creativity like very nice very nice I wonder if my children would be happy with me if, if I chose to do that. Mm, <laughs> I think ideas. it would be funny if you gave one of them like a normal name and then the other one, which was like that name backwards, it wasn't even actually like a name. It was just like <laughs> letters. <laughs> just like a sound. <laughs> Sometimes I think, what if I named my kids peanut butter and jelly? Like, what if I did that? the way that you you can like just do you have so much power <laughs> you really have so much power these poor children just trying to exist a and peanut butter <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so funny i think you should you should really do that i support i support this cause yay I will do it just because you say so. So if my kids don't like you in the future, you know why. <laughs> They'll be like famous. Like, honestly, they could get famous for that. Like just being named peanut butter and jelly. Oh, amazing. <laughs> I, okay, honestly though, like Jelly Woo is a cute name. <laughs> yes, Jelly and Peanut Butter Woo. <laughs> I guess peanut butter if I had triplets peanut butter could be like a separate person like peanut, peanut butter, and butter and jelly <laughs> <laughs> butter woo <laughs> oh I love that so much I'm just sort of objectively a bad person you know Maybe I'll adopt you and rename you Peanut. Can you, wait, can, when you adopt kids, can you rename them? That's like, I've always thought about that. Like, is it ethical to do that? You can, because, okay, I just thought about this. Well, I didn't think it up first, but this is like completely unrelated. But I was like, for some reason, I'm on like Cambodia adoption TikTok. It's like really specific, but like... <laughs> I don't know why because like a lot of people or a lot of people who are adopted from Cambodia it's really sad like aren't actually orphans they were just like stolen Wait. and this happens in a lot of countries yeah I heard Cambodia. about that like happening in Africa like I literally watched like a documentary about it right but like I think it was like yeah Angelina Jolie who had, like adopted her son from like Cambodia and like someone in like the comments it was like it was tiktok about her like and her like adopted kids pretty weird how like she adopted him when he was like a toddler i think he was like three almost four and at that age i noticed because my brother is around that age kids know their names they respond mm -hmm. to their names and they have been doing that for a while 
She still renamed him and gave him an American name. I think that is unethical and that should be discussed. Yeah. Oh my God. That's crazy. I didn't even like, yeah, because I always like thought about like, oh, if like I adopted a child, like even like as a baby, I would feel bad about like renaming them because it's like, you know, that's like the name that their like parent gave them. But it's like if they're like grown and they like understand or not even like grown, but if they like understand like what their name is, like that's just weird to like rename them because it's like, how do you just like readjust? Like, that's so strange. Hmm. Angelina Jolie, we have some questions for you. Yeah, I mean, honestly, something about when celebrities adopt kids from other countries like not just her but like in general like that Mm -hmm. just like weirds me out because it's like why do they have to be from other countries like is it some sort of white savior complex yeah no literally I was thinking about this the other day too because like I always think about that documentary from time to time um but because like what I saw wait no it wasn't like a documentary documentary but it was like one of those documentary like shows so it was like one hour long or or something like that but it was like really sad because I was like um they were like just talking about how like white like white in white America like white Americans um love to like adopt kids from other countries and then they talked about how like there's this one it was like uh like an African country where um there was this like lady who was like um like basically she worked with the adoption agency and like everyone in the town like or like in the town they like respected her and basically she would tell the parents like oh if you like sign these papers um your child your child gets to go to America and they'll like learn and grow up there and then they can come back um like so she like lies to them and then they'll, they'll like sign the papers and then the kids get taken away. And they, I mean, unless like, unless they decide to go back after they turn 18, like they really can't go back and see their parents again. And I saw there was this like one um, boy that they interviewed um, who had already like gone to like the US and stuff. And it was like really sad cause he got adopted with his sister by this like white family. And I think that they like renamed him yeah, they renamed him, and then they, like, also, like, um, they renamed him and his sister, and then, like, it was just really sad, because, like, he would, like, draw, pic- he was, like, drawing pictures, and then the interviewers asked him, like, oh, who is that, like, who are you drawing, and he was, like, oh, it's, like, my, me and my mom and my sister, and then he was, like, talking about how he, like, still remembers his mom, because he was, like, grown, he was, like, eight years old, like, and he was like, oh, like, I miss my mom. And he even said, he was like, I'm going to become, like, president. And, like, I'm going to bring my mom here. And I was, like, near tears because, like, that's so sad. Like, you guys, like, stripped this child from his home. And, like, for what reason? Like, and, like, I don't know, like, his adopted mom seemed, like, so happy with herself. because She was like, oh, like, he's doing so well here. And it's like, no, you're, like, a monster. Like, no. I hope you die. <laughs> like like literally I was just like so angry because it's like how do you like do that to a child like yeah and it's like I don't know something like I don't like the whole idea that like adoptive parents are like saving a child from this like horrible country because 
usually that's not the case and like a lot of the times like the kids that like really I guess I don't want to say like need to be adopted but it's like I guess in cultures where like they're just like not kind to like kids with like any sort of disability or anything it's like Mm -hmm. these white saviors never seem to want those kids yeah oh my god no do you remember that one I don't know if their adopted child was like white or like non-white but it was like some youtuber couple that like they basically like adopted a kid but I think he had like some sort of disability and then they literally like returned him like they gave him back and I was like you guys are insane like like why okay like if you don't want to raise like a child with a disability then why adopt the kid in the first place and then just to, like have him and then return him like that's so that's like so awful like like literally crazy yeah they were from like not very far from where I live so awkward oh <laughs> insane you should go to their home and throw tomatoes yes I like tomatoes I wouldn't waste them on that family <laughs> I hope they're doing terribly I hope they're suffering I agree that's crazy no but yeah I think it's like I don't know because I was like think I think about that a lot because I think about like even like kids that are like living in like I guess like what we would consider um no way oh no actually oh my god I don't even know if I can talk about this like it's because I have to watch like I've been like volunteering for like the Portland Film Festival and like one of the films that I had to watch, which like isn't technically like released yet. Um, it talks about like the foster care system in the US and sort of like how that works. And that just like made me think a lot about um, just like, I guess, cause they were, they were basically like talking about the statistics and it says that like, like brown and black families are more likely to have their kids taken away. And that like after that, like with like white, when it comes to like white families, like poor white people um and like I thought that was just like really sad because like they basically said that like um a lot of the times like you know like people that go into like foster care or like you know like or what what are they like social social work like when they go to the houses to like look at the conditions or whatever a lot of people are like really like inconsiderate because they're like oh, if this doesn't look like the house that I grew up in, like, it's not a safe environment for the child. But, like, the reality is that, like, a lot of people, like, just, like, live in, like, sort of, like, messy homes or, like, small houses or, like, cramped houses. But, like, that doesn't mean that, like, the kid, like, can't live there. Like, it's just, that's just, like, how the house is. And, like, I feel like I, I never really thought about how, like, um when it comes to, like, those things, like, like literally families can't get their kids back because like the social worker who grew up like wealthy or like middle class doesn't deem like their house like safe for a child but it doesn't even have anything to do with safety it's just like like oh this person looks poor so they can't have their kid back like and that's that's like really crazy to me I'm like like wow that's like so unfortunate And also just like, I don't know, there's something just very icky about like the whole system of like, because I guess, I don't know, if you think about it, like, 
if a whole bunch of other people from other countries started adopting a bunch of American kids and like like we would literally consider that stealing and like unpatriotic or whatever yeah it's so normal to adopt from like other countries like at the rates that people do like specifically going to like countries to like adopt their children is sort of weird no literally I think like I don't know it's just like frustrating because it's like there's definitely like an abundance of children in the U.S. so it's like why do you need to go like outside of the country like very suspicious I guess like not even not even that but like the whole concept of like a closed adoption where like kids can't find out anything about their birth family mm-hmm. I guess I don't like why people especially for international adoptions why or I guess like a lot of the times they don't have any information themselves but like I was on TikTok I'm on I don't know why I'm on adoption TikTok so much <laughs> but I think it was like an adoptee talking about how they wish like the idea of like guardianship was more normalized like instead of these permanently set like I'm gonna take this child and now they're in my family and they mm-hmm. are separate from their previous family like why mm-hmm. can't we normalize like just taking care of like kids until they're ready to go back to their family or just giving them more choice in like their own life because for a lot yeah. of kids like once they're taken out of like their original culture they can't really reassimilate into it mm-hmm. and it just sucks for them I don't know yeah no that's like yeah I don't know the adoption system is like very just overall messy and just like I don't know there needs to be some regulation and just like yeah I don't know I just also just the idea of just like people like you said like going literally like traveling to another country to like get the the child I feel like the one thing that I did see that I thought was like really interesting which I don't remember if it was in the like the documentary or just like um just like some random thing I saw like on YouTube was that it was like a white family that like went to like adopt children but they actually ended up staying there like in the child like home village which like it is still like kind of weird because like I don't know how like you know like the locals feel about this like random like American like family just like moving in um but I thought that that was like at least at least to me, it seemed like, okay, they actually, like, care about, like, the well-being of the child and, like, their connection to their culture, so I thought that that was kind of nice, because I was, like, at least, like, there's a chance of, like, this kid, like, um, like, reconnecting with, like, um, like, their home, like, their, like, actual parents, or just, like, staying there, like, with their friends and, like, other family, so I thought that that was kind of nice, I was, like, even though I still, I still do think it, it was, like, a little weird, but I was, like, I guess, like, it's nice that they, like, got to stay in their home, though, like, the kid. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, I don't want it to sound like we're, like, bashing adoption. Like, adoption is good, <laughs> but the adoption yes. system and the way, <laughs> like, support some, adoption. <laughs> right, the way that some things are handled is, like, not very good. Yeah, we are pro-adoption, but just not in unethical ways. Yeah um but any wait should we end the episode now I think we've been (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah we've been going for it okay um 
Shall we do our shout outs? Okay. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Um, my shout out is dot dot dot. Um, my shout out is those like fuzzy like Russian hats. Um, I received one. I purchased and received one recently. Mm -hmm. Um, and mine is pink little peep themed um but yeah I just think they're so cute like I love Russian hats they're they're very snazzy they are good for cold weather they will keep your head warm um shout out to Russians our non-existent Russian audience um yeah that's that's all thank you Russia what about you Elisa um I would like to shout out well I already talked about it earlier actually no wait I don't remember if it was like here that I discussed it it's been a long episode recording session but like buying bags that aren't actually intended for school but using them for school Yes. Because my bag is intended for people who do yoga, and I have never done yoga before. So, yeah. That is all I have to say. This is your sign to do yoga. This is your sign to just buy a bag because it's functional for other things, other purposes. <laughs> and it's okay to use things for purposes that they aren't intended for. That's so true. That's the beauty of um, um versatility. Yep, that word. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um so this was a good episode. Um if you haven't wished Elisa, if you did not wish Elisa a happy birthday, you should DM her and wish her a belated happy birthday. Still not as good as wishing her a happy birthday on the day of her birth. But, you know, now you guys just have to remember for next year, okay? Yeah, people do better. Um, actually, it's okay. I don't really mind because I'm not a bitter person like that or whatever. I'll be I'm bitter just... on Elisa's behalf. Um, <laughs> make sure to put your birth her birthday on your calendars. If you don't have a calendar, go get one. Yeah. Um, anyways. <laughs> um, okay, so this was a fun episode. Um, goodbye, everyone. Yeah, goodbye. Oh, wait, we forgot to mention that it's like, I like how we've just been like avoiding this, but this is a oh. season finale. Uh, yeah. We're going to take a few weeks off. Because we're starting school. That's why we were like talking about school so much earlier. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna take some time off and then second season um to be announced one day. Yeah, so um long story short, um you think about how much you'll miss us for these few weeks because you'll yes. miss us a lot, all four of our regular listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> we love you, whoever you are. Yes. 
Okay. Okay. Well, what a wonderful finale. What a great time. Indeed. Indeed. Alrighty. Well, this was fun. Listeners, goodbye now. (laughs) Yeah, goodbye.